Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mystery on the rocks. Oh, yeah. Mystery on. The rocks, yeah, mystery on the rocks, yeah. Hey. That's right, it's the fucking live from the Bill Murray Mystery on the Rocks. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, Hi. Good. We're in the same room. This is mad. I, this is I can This is what we look like together. Don't touch yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> I won't. I mean, <laughs> as, soon as, I, as soon as I went, it's like, don't, don't. Yeah, do it me. was like, that was. Sorry, is it too Saturday far, night? Too far. Too far. <laughs> and so I get to make a drink for you in real life, which is. This is the yes, best. Yes, yes, yes. I've been waiting for this drink all day since I had my first drink at 11. What did you really? No. no. I, I Just a bit of fun for the viewers. <laughs> the other day, it was. Um, I had nothing to do, and it was f- it was a really sunny day. It was about half past nine yeah. in the morning, <coughs> and I did think I'd just walked the dogs, and it was a hot morning. Yeah. And I was like, I came in, and I was like, I could have a beer right now. <sighs> At half past did nine did in the morning, well, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't, because I knew it was bad too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, you, do you know what you was, need? It, still there. it flickered across my taste buds the yeah. potential of the beer, and I was like, oh, mm. yeah, slippery slope. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't Here's know. what you need. Yeah. A friend in Australia who wants a Zoom. Uh, yes. <laughs> my my friend Craig, we Zoom at you like. You could have just stopped at friend. What <laughs> 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 no, you need, Chris, is uh, a friend. A friend. Life. Get a life, mate. Get, <laughs> get a fucking life. My friend Craig Christie in Australia. So they're nine, ten hours ahead in Melbourne. Yes. Um, it varies throughout the year. Uh, and like, we are. I never knew. Until lockdown, that I could have eight AM gimlets. Yeah, no, that's, that's a that's a good start to the day as well. Nice, yeah. powerful. Because him and his wife Dov, they'll yeah. be like, "Hey guys," and they'll be on the wine, yeah. and then I'll go, oh, "Hang on, <laughs> oh, I should be drinking in the morning. Yeah. I should be drinking." That's a that's a good. Yeah, I need to talk to more to. Well, because I only ever call jazz after like around midnight, so I'm like, your oh, time, uh, my time. So I'm like, oh, I should be doing it in the morning. When I'm dropping right. off Lucy the nursery. Oh, yeah. Like, just after, be like, come up and be like, what's up? What's <laughs> up? <laughs> <laughs> they get reported. You turn up, you turn up and you, you're, talking, you're talking to Jazz, but you're dropping Lucy off, yeah. and you, you're talking like a drunk man. Because <laughs> it's party time for Jazz, oh, so yeah. you're on that speed. Well, and they're like, We just back and forth just doing stories of my mum back to each other. So basically, <laughs> I just be doing that voice, just being like, 
Ah, ah, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> uh, are you going to arrest me? Yeah, actually, we might. Uh, yeah, what are you talking <laughs> What you're doing is illegal. <laughs> you can't be. It's, it's very bad. It's like, mm. uh, uh, I will come and collect her later. And you're like, I'm just going to pick up Lucy, you hammered, and you just walk out with a fire bucket full of sand. <laughs> <laughs> Got her! And you're like, oh, babies don't have a handle. Like, <laughs> Does your mum know that you do impressions of her on the podcast? Uh, does she know that you... I, I'm not sure yeah. she does. I think, I don't know if she would be flattered either. She might be, uh, I imagine she might go, hmm. That's uh, how she would react. Or do you reckon she'd be sort of like, that's not accurate? Yeah, do you yeah, oh, sort of like, do yeah, better? Yeah, she'd just be like, mm, 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 I don't sound like that. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you do. You totally do that. <laughs> I tell you, I know is watching. My mum. Oh, hello, Anna, Anna Kempner. Anna hey. Kempner's watching, and we've got big plans for future live streams. Anna Kempner, so I can pick. You're not going to like it. Like, <laughs> no, no, don't say no. And no, she'll think, and we can see her, and she'll do that to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> can they see me? <laughs> she just shut she her laptop in a panic. We, I don't know if she's watching actually, but I do know that she figured out how to buy a ticket because Chris went. Your mum's bought a ticket. Yeah, mom, oh. Anna Kempner bought a ticket. She figured it out. Um, my uh, my mum and dad are watching as well. So maybe maybe your mum is watching. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No, she. I told you about the time I not watching this rubbish. It's, uh, <laughs> this rubbish. Uh, Masood, when are you going to make the drink? We are thirsty. <laughs> we are thirsty. I'm excited about this drink. He he told us what we're what we're gonna have. I'm excited. Um, I, uh, it's like when I went to the cooking stream. She was like, it was nice, but you took too long to cook. <laughs> yeah? you had friends, you were hungry. I'm like, the point is supposed to be entertaining. Do you know what I'd like? <laughs> I'd really like every time somebody cooks something on TV, mm. their mum is stood watching them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going yeah. like that. Yeah, and giving notes and being yeah. like, yeah. just sort of like a... Like, it'd be like Jiro dreams of sushi, but from other cultures. Because like, he just he just sort of fucking leaned. Have you seen Jiro dreams of sushi? Jiro dreams of sushi. It's a it's a, a documentary about Jiro, this Japanese man who owns the best sushi restaurant in the world, and he, he well he refuses that? to die and will not, <laughs> and just and he won't let his son sort of like get higher up in the in the sort of company of, of the sushi restaurant. Oh. So and so, but every time his son makes sushi, he's just like. Just I bet you, I can, you know that guy. That son has probably thought a few times. You know, he's got that poison puff, puff of fish. <laughs> I bet he's thought so often. He's like, oh, I'm going to feed him this. I'm going to prepare it just wrong. And then something goes. He goes, Nah, they'll know. That's what I did. <laughs> they'll know. They'll, they'll, they'll know. That's what I did. He's the only one who handles the fish. They'll yeah. they'll Do you reckon him. that's what um, the original Corbett was like when Matthew Corbett took over with City? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah why not? Um, so this normally, if we're, we're planning on doing these monthly, mm. hopefully the plan is to have an audience with us yes. um, as well, uh, as well as streaming them. Um, yeah, we want an, we, we're going to do it in front of an audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously this month, can't yet. Because this is it. This is it. Your yeah. mic Oh, wasn't it? So if you could point it a bit more, yeah, at my face. Ah, it's, <laughs> it's been a while since we've done this, guys. This is gigging, talking. Hey, how you all been? Lockdown was long, wasn't it? Over a year. Hello. <laughs> could one of the mods? <laughs> can, can, can one of the mods put a be right back card on, please? <laughs> and then we just sits on the stage on his yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. Tonight we're making ah, a. What's it called? It's called a Branchley, which is a Chris Stokes original. Um, so it's a it's a make on a bench. So Benchley is the original drink, which is rye whiskey, pineapple sriracha syrup, and uh, dry vermouth, and right. it is 
fucking lovely. In fact, our, te- our tech, um, Simon, I made one for him as well. Well, both you and Simon love this drink. Thanks, Simon. Um, and, but this is one of yours. You said, oh, I didn't have whiskey. I didn't feel like making it with whiskey. You made it with brandy instead. And I've not had it. And you haven't tried a Branchley yet. I haven't tried a Branchley yet. So I am very excited. There's a lot riding on this, Chris. For each drink, you've got one and a half fluid ounces of brandy, uh, three quarters of an ounce of pineapple sriracha syrup, three quarters of an ounce of dry vermouth. We're going to get this shake up. I've got to make sure this you, um, you can't see it, but just over his shoulder, Masood's mummy's going. <laughs> oh, make sure uh-uh. you have the timer. <laughs> Is that time? Yeah, that's time. You've got to do it exactly. How long for? About 25 seconds. 25 seconds, he said. That's well long. I like the movements you do when you're shaking. It makes me realise I'm, I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> and I, t- I, I, know, I, know, I know why as well, because I, um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a self-conscious shaker, okay? Oh. And whenever <laughs> I... Chihuahua. Whenever, <laughs> whenever I make... Um, uh, a cocktail. It's in my kitchen, and it, and and it's it's sort of like getting quite light evenings now. So I always think the neighbours can see in, and they think what pret- I, I think that they will think what a pretentious wanker making a cocktail. So I kind of like turn my back to the window, and I kind of you just <laughs> look like a horrible little monkey like wanking that. at the zoo. Like yeah, and I turn around and I uh, and I throw some Benchley at the window, <laughs> <laughs> like Migs in Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I can smell your Benchley. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that sriracha syrup? <laughs> Thank you, Masood. The, the story behind this is that, yeah, a Benchley is with whiskey. Yeah. And I know, Masood, you've made it on your streams before, so a lot of people may have already tried a, uh, a Benchley. <gasps> uh, the Branchley was because I wanted to make it with brandy and see what it was like, and I preferred it. Yes. Now, what th- news to me is, is that I thought you'd already tried it with brandy. No, I haven't yet, so this will be... This will be a. Uh, this will be the first time I try this. So hopefully this won't be. There is a bit of spice to I it. I think it's going to be all right. Thank you, Masood. I'm so excited. Ooh. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everybody. Oh. Oh. <gasps> oh yeah. Oh wow. Do you prefer it? I, I think I do. So nice. That's really it is, nice. It's everything I like in a cocktail. Yeah. It's sweet. Like sweets. It's got a lovely colour, like coloured things sweets. that are nice. <laughs> like sweets. Uh, and it's silly. Why is like it silly? Why do you think it's silly? Just, look, what a silly drink. It's got sriracha in it. It's pineapple syrup. Yeah, it is Anyone? weird, isn't it? Spicy pineapple brandy. Brandy? Yeah. That goes yeah. on your Christmas pudding, not in a drink. <laughs> you silly boys. You, you silly, you silly. It's very nice. A lovely silly drink. And mm. it's got a kick, but it's not like blowing my head Actually, yeah, uh, you've got the spice level just right. Is it just right? Chris, was yours mental? Was it too hot? Uh, no, it wasn't too hot because I quite like, um, I quite like it. Stuff. I quite like it spicy, yeah. yeah. And particularly sriracha's got a lovely flavour anyway. Mm. But this is, what you've done there is you made a nice drink, whereas I made a <laughs> spicy drink, <laughs> which was nice. But this is how it's meant to be made, this I think. Is so nice. I feel like you could pour it on a dessert. Oh, mm. well, like... Um, Vianetta. I've been obsessed. Yes, Vianetta. <laughs> Could I have a branchly Vianetta? <laughs> I'm trying to say it. It's tricky. Well, I made um, some spicy noodles, some spicy Chinese noodles recently. You talk about spice over spice and stuff. When I made them, they were too spicy, right? So I took way too long to make them. And Sarah's like, these noodles have better be worth it. And I made them. <laughs> and they were spicy. And about halfway through, she's like, are you all right? And I turned to her 
and my lips had <laughs> gotten thicker because it was so spicy. I was like, it made your mouth. They all cracked like yeah. fishes. <laughs> like, that, like in Eddie Murphy's Raw when he says he gets punched in the face yeah. and his lips go, <sighs> yeah, it's like that. <laughs> and he's on the phone to his dad and his dad goes, you must have done something if you got punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> we live very exciting lives. And it's true. They're just too spicy. It's true. I don't know what it makes for like because I haven't seen these in real life for such a long time. I was really into your. You were overspicing some noodles. I was like, oh, this, I'm this really. Is, what happened a, next? This is it. I said this morning. There's no gossip because fuck all is happening. We're yeah. stuck inside. So my friend Jess came and sat in my garden the other day, and mm. there's a woman at work who's doing her head in, and I don't know this woman, and yeah. it's the kind of story that. You know, like two years ago, you'd hear it and be like, I don't know this woman, stop going on about her. Yeah. And I was like, sat there going, and then what did you say? <laughs> 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 like, what? Oh, it's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. And I've, we've texted about her since. Oh, it's right. just a woman who's a bit <clears throat> annoying at her work. But like not like like not even so annoying. It's like oh my god! Like it's just like a little bit. You're like eh. It's just a bit. She's just a bit annoying. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. When yeah. when I when I was volunteering at the hospital and somebody left a can of Dr Pepper in the freezer. That, that was, was a saga. That was my favorite <laughs> thing. I really enjoyed. That. I don't. I still am annoyed that it was just gone one day. Yeah. So someone, someone cleaned, cleaned it up. It up. Uh, uh, I know who cleaned it up. But Fucking I, hell, Chris! Ooh. Why have you saved this? <laughs> I knew because I, I I knew we were doing tonight, and yeah. I thought I needed to save a big Hold reveal. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay, let me hang on. I need to I needed right. to save yeah, who actually cleaned up the Dr hang Pepper. On. Tell yeah. me, tell me who it was. Margaret the Ward Clark. <laughs> Margaret oh, the Ward Clark. Now, Margaret the Ward Clark, when she did uh, clean it up, because I came in after I had to self isolate because I caught COVID from a COVID ward. Who would have oh, hey, seen that coming? Bit of a weird way to get it. Mm, <laughs> tell me about it. And when I went in the Dr Pepper was not there anymore in the freezer. The mess had been cleaned up. And I don't know if anybody remembers, you might have been privy to this Dr Pepper saga, but the note said, can whoever left a can of Dr Pepper in the freezer until it exploded, clean it up? Yeah. So then it was like, well, whoever cleans it up must have left the can. Margaret insists that she just got sick of the mess Um... and cleaned it up without being the one that left it in there. Now, Margaret does not strike me as the sort of person that was a Dr Pepper drinker. (laughs) No one called Margaret has ever drunk a Dr Pepper. It'd be weird, isn't it? This this is why I loved it, because this is like true sleuthing as part of the show, Chris coming out. Like when you when you when you deliver us, you know, the the mystery and then you start you know, you do that voice. You do that you do the same thing, you go like, Well actually I'm like, Oh shit, Chris. (laughs) I had this I was because there was an actual genuine mystery about the gold bracelet. Oh, or the yes, gold chain, the gold chain. Oh, yeah. But I didn't really care as much about that as I did about the Dr. Pepper. Oh, the Dr. Pepper thing really had... Because that had a lovely sort of, like, workplace scenario. Because I've never had real, like, proper, proper jobs. You know when yes. people like an office job? Yeah. And there were, like, office politics and things. I've never yeah. been privy to that, and I quite enjoyed my little glimpse into it. Uh. It's very... It's, it's definitely a novelty thing, though. Like, when you do it, you're like, ha-ha, this is fun. But you wouldn't want to be trapped in that world for no. years can and I, years. Can I tell you what happened? Like, when I... My last office job was mm. 2012 to 2017. So yeah. five years I was in this admin job. That The only reason I was there, minimum wage, the only reason I was there is because if I didn't show up, they never questioned it. It was just at the end of each month I logged my hours because I had one task, which was to scan wills. To log everyone's hours. <laughs> yeah, that, that was just what I did. I had to scan wills dating back to like the late 1800s. Whoa. And put them digitally on the system. They all had right. to be there, which is why I know there's no excuse for them losing the Windrush documents, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Sorry, didn't mean to bring politics. Come shots, fine. Electric. <laughs> 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 
yes. I'm going to make a cocktail called Come Shots Fired. Anyway, when I was going into that job, I was like, shit, man, I'm 27 and I'm going into this job. So it's not like I'm going to be the youngest person there or anything. But I feel like an idiot because I'm a comedian and like I'm trying to be a comedian and this is going to make ends meet. And yeah. they're just going to be like, what a silly sausage. We're all really mature here. I got there and they showed me where the kitchen was and there was a sign on the wall that had been up there that since the morning that said, whoever came in here and scraped the lemon icing off the top of Catherine's birthday cake, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, oh, I see, they're all fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. I bet Catherine wrote that. Yeah. And wrote oh. about herself in the third person. Yeah, yeah. Cause, oh, <laughs> She's yeah. like, Catherine says, why'd you do that? <laughs> what do you... What do you, do well, you we touched on it. Yes. Remember when Suze went to Edinburgh and we had to do a sort of like oh, end, yeah, end of series one? Uh, these urban myths, these mysteries that uh, they've, they've sort of like been told and retold to the point where people think they happened, but they might not even have happened. Yeah. So they sound really cool. And what the fuck? Yeah, right. But the solution, keep in the back of your head, could always be it never happened in the first place. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, I remember we talked about some of these. Yeah, there was like, wasn't there a, a one with a boat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Orang Madan. Yes. The Orang Madan. That sounds definitely like uh, uh, a restaurant in the 70s. Like, we can't call it this now. <laughs> oh, really? Like, the, like at the cinema, they're like, after you finish watching your movie, please come and enjoy a dinner at the Orangmadan. Oh, they do that here. <laughs> oh, in, in New Zealand, <laughs> there was, a, there was a, a pub called Mad Dogs and Englishmen <laughs> that was near uh, a cinema, and they went like, why not, after you've watched your film, come down to Mad Dogs and Englishmen, and they had like some pub. <laughs> yeah. like... The story sounds terrifying, mm. and if it's told as a true story, people that don't question certain things yeah. will hear it, and they'll just, they'll just take it's a true story as face value, and they'll retell it over and over and over and over and over again. I think it's a cool story. It's mm. a story worth telling. I do think it should be made clear that it almost certainly did not actually happen. Right. And when Chris, like, spoiler alert, recounted this to me earlier, I went, oh, I had kind of heard about that. Mm. I didn't know that was the name of it, but I thought it was real. The SS Orangamadan was a ghost ship. And, uh, and a fancy restaurant you could go to after you watch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Visit yeah. ghost ship. Um, <laughs> it, was a, it became a shipwreck in uh, what was then known as the Dutch East Indies, which is now... Indonesia. Okay. Apparently, its entire crew died under mysterious circumstances, either in 1940, 1947, or 1948, depending on the source. Okay. That's pretty um, narrow, though, isn't it? Because these urban myths can be very like it happened in 1600. That's true. They're usually pretty nebulous. I do think I do think like the better part of a decade is too wide when it is the 20th century and it is a ship and there'd be records. I think that is that's too vague. That, yeah, though that part—that's the thing—is like that's what lends it to being. It's like some of it is vague, but then some of it is very. I'm I still think it's at the moment. I still think it's real. <laughs> I'm not saying it definitely did. is false. Yeah, but what I am saying is that there's not enough there to say it definitely did happen. Okay. Um, part of me wants it to because it's fucking terrifying. I don't know whether you've heard of it. Some of you must have. Indeed. If Mystery on the Rocks happened. is your thing and you found us. Either not through Suze, not through Masood, not through me, but because you like the idea of a mystery podcast, yeah. you've probably heard of the Orang Madan. Yeah. Um, so because you've eaten there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I get the same every single time. Are you laughing at your own joke? I just remembered your story from before we started recording. Sorry, was it the which story? With you, when you were eight and you styled it out. Oh my god! Can we tell that after this? Because I was like crying. But I don't, I don't, I don't think you were laughing at your own joke. I think you were laughing at us laughing at your joke. I think you said something quite pithy without expecting me and Sue to find it quite so funny. And then you were like, "Wow, okay, maybe." Straight in his set. Laughter is contagious, isn't it? And he's trying to work the back, like fucking backwards, put that, like work it back. Because you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. He's going to say the same, same thing word for word later on. So this, this mysterious. Oh yeah, so it's 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 just it's it's just sort of terrifying. So a distress signal came from it. They reckon that the the story's first appearance was uh, in a newspaper, <laughs> and it happened in three Latin. articles. And they, these, are, these are specifically dated, February the 3rd, February the 28th, and March the 13th, 1948, um, okay. which might be why they say 1948. Right. So that, okay. But some people say early as 1940. So it was in this newspaper, they had said... At some point, this is how the story goes, mm. at some point, in or around June 1947, yeah. two American vessels, ships... They were going through the straits of the. Just <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that? I did. I did that because of Peter in brackets Pete. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that really, really tickled That's me. Ships. <laughs> ships. <laughs> these two, these two American ships, boats. Speak English, Chris. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Uh, they were called. They were called the City of Baltimore and Silver Star. Mm-hmm. And they started picking up distress messages from nearby Dutch merchant ship Orang Medan. Right. And a radio operator on the Orang Medan apparently sent the following message in Morse code SOS from Orang Medan. Mm-hmm. We float. We, we yeah. float, which I. Gotcha. <laughs> 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 so we float, all officers, including the captain, dead in chart room and on the bridge, probably whole of crew dead. Holy shit. And then there were a few confused dots and dashes that were like the Morse code equivalent of gibberish. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it went like this. Suze, I'd love for you to do a, a Morse code song. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> not now. <laughs> I think if there was an audience here, yeah. that, would, that would be a massive applause. That would have yeah. Yeah. In their homes, they're like... And then there's and just my mum going, are, "Oh dear." And my and my second. I know your your, your mum is doing a uh, doing a jigsaw puzzle with shots of tequila. <laughs> my <laughs> mum, I bought a really fucking nice twenty eight bottle of tequila, twenty eight pound bottle of tequila. It's twenty eight pounds. That's nearly fourteen kilos. Um, <laughs> 
My mum has been doing a jigsaw puzzle of Vienna, and she was like, this is... Thousand. Okay. She said, this is fucking difficult at one point, right? <laughs> and uh, uh, I came down once, and she was doing shots of my 28-bottle, 28-pound bottle of tequila. Because you're getting hammered, and you're doing a thousand uh, Well, true. She was sort of giving herself a handicap, wasn't she? Susan, <laughs> go and get mummy's jigsaw tequila. <laughs> <laughs> this is a puzzle. Um, Sorry, Chris. No, no, no. I can't remember where we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, the, 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 that's Morse code for the, the, uh, the distress signal. That was ended with the Morse code equivalent of gibberish. And then when apparently the crew of the Silver Star, one of those two boats, they located uh, where the Orang Madame was. It was undamaged. They boarded it in an attempt to rescue what crew might still be alive. Yeah. But they found the ship littered with corpses, including that of a dog. Oh. 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 Well, that's um, a real tragedy. They were the corpses the corpses were everywhere and were all in exactly the same position. They were on their backs. Yeah. Uh and the faces were contorted in fear. Yeah. And they were like all the ring. and they were all pointing. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. big the big the mouth that's open slightly wider than a regular mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're so all the pointing up. Their eyes were open obviously, staring ahead and they were all pointing. Ooh, that's good. Now, no I survivors. had heard this story, and I thought it was real. <laughs> I hadn't heard the Orang Madame name. Yes. But you'd heard a similar story. Uh, of the ship. There were no, I'd heard this story uh, of people pointing, yeah. No survivors and no visible signs of injuries on them at all. So, okay. And then, just as the Silver Star was about to tow it back to a port, a fire broke out on the Orang Madame's cargo hold, and it forced the boarding party to <laughs> scarper, yeah. and then no other investigations on the boat could be carried out, which also conveniently means the boat was destroyed. Yes. How I mean? convenient. Um, yes. Coincidence. And then soon after, the Aramadan, <laughs> as they were fleeing the, the burning down ship, the Aramadan exploded before sinking. Of course. Yeah. Okay, well, what happened? Well, it exploded, then it sank, then it exploded underwater. So <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's nothing left. It, it exploded <laughs> into 15,000 pieces. Yeah. I'm not picking up a single one of them. I'm not. Absolutely not. Get me my tequila. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's get this get, puzzle. Get mummy's exploded boat tequila. <laughs> I mean, there are some theories mm. about what could have happened. Yeah. But uh, the biggest one is is that it didn't. It didn't happen. <laughs> yes. Uh, so come on, Chris. Where did it come The from? reason that people are skeptical about it is that a lot of people, when they've tried to read... Because you hear the story and you think, fucking hell. I mean, it's, uh, it's very compelling. It. It's yeah, very, but, you know... Um, that's, that's but by research, there's something <laughs> called, apparently, the Lloyd's Shipping Register. Mm. And this is what I mean that about, like... That sounds real. Uh, a 20th century that boat. Oh, she's freestyling. Here we go. Uh, Time to <laughs> improve this drink. Whack loads of sriracha in it, Suze. I want to see what happens to your face. All right, fine. <laughs> Don't, because I remember you said that you once ate spicy Marks and Spencer's food just to impress a boy, and it, it was, was too Sainsbury's. spicy. Oh, it was Sainsbury's. It was, it was too Sainsbury's. spicy. No, that stuff's pretty lethal, so don't put too much of it in. Oh, Have challenge you put accepted. Any challenge is accepted. Did you take the top This will get him back. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Did you? Uh, you it's didn't. all at the bottom now. Oh, Christ. I'll get to it at the bottom of the glass, and it'll be like a fun surprise. Do you surprise. know what it looks like? It looks like you've put matey in a bath. <laughs> <laughs> matey! Oh. Have we talked about matey on We there? haven't. I we swear haven't. we have, because I think about it all the time. What, the, it's, it's the, the it's bath it's bubbles it, thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah it's called like bubble bath, myself. Bath, have you, um, yeah. You'd always get one for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and is there two? Someone would two, always buy you like, a matey. They look yeah. like sailors, is that Yeah. Sort of like Did you ever get the limited edition where it was sort of like terrified and pointing? <laughs> the, <It was> horizontal. <laughs> the Orang Madan matey.
I think they, I, like that birthday, I was thrilled to receive Yeah, I remember. I, I remember I got the Orangmadan matey and I got the Dietlof Pass Lego set. Ah, yes. <laughs> I had a That's Ted Bundy beanie baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. It's just legs. I just got legs and, and torsos, but no heads. <laughs> My this, Ted this Bundy Lego man's got beanie no baby was hot. <laughs> as far as the, ob- uh, I was going to say the Oberdin. That's a game. The Orangutan. <laughs> the orang- the orang- I've never eaten at the Oberdin. <laughs> Shall I down that? Shall I just down that? Oh, it's so all uh, the sriracha. Oh. I kind of want to down it. I want to see Don't you down it stay more away so. from my drink. It reminds me of uh, the wake-up juice I made on my stream, which was, oh, yeah. which was gross. <laughs> it's basically, it's from Back to the Future, but it's like, it's basically all the hot sauce and whiskey, and it's disgusting. <laughs> it is so gross. We'll like, see. Hang on. One, two, three. Oh. A lot of it stayed in the glass. No, oh, but a lot of it didn't. There ah. she goes. <laughs> that was honestly, that was horrible. That was horrible. You're horrible. Both of you are sick of you. Divorce. <laughs> we uh, uh, we recorded a little a little bonus uh, a bonus thing for Patreon mm. <laughs> before we started, and Sue said probably the worst thing she's ever said. On the <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah, it really grossed right, me and so Masood there's out. Some, there's some building work going on here, and there was drilling, and I went and, and they were like, "Oh, there's some drilling," and I said, "Cause it's all audio." I said, "Yeah, the boys are drilling me," oh. and Chris he didn't even laugh. I go, "Oh, that's awful." He just went, "Oh." And the <laughs> thing is, is that obviously. Obviously, it was it was a joke at the expense of the fact that they were literally drilling. Ha ha! Yeah. But the 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 I didn't I didn't care for the I didn't. I, I didn't I, did you know exactly? Yeah, um, I didn't care. Me, <laughs> <laughs> me and Masood turned into supply teachers. They both <laughs> they <laughs> turned to each other and they whispered, "We can do better than that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, I definitely adjusted my glasses and looked off into the middle distance. <laughs> you did it really slowly. Oh, up, down. Yeah. Up, Masood, down, Masood, down. tell the story. Okay, so. <laughs> We were talking I'm sitting back down for this. We all had to crouch on the ground and laugh because we were, were laughing we so were much. We were talking earlier about if you'd ever uh, shat yourself, whether <laughs> as an adult or as a child, and I was talking about uh, how I had. Yeah, so um, as, we were as talking as about how I, I, I'd gone out to get something to eat, and there was nothing in the shop. You sent me to a shop that so you was... So you had to eat another kid's shit. <laughs> 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 like a Excuse me, madam, is your son done with that? Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. So you just say. <laughs> you gonna leave that there? <laughs> Going to waste? Um, I mean, this the fact that you literary. came across someone, someone's kid <laughs> having a shit in the street, and you went, yeah, I'll have a bit of that. And he went, Chris. <laughs> Always my lucky day. <laughs> <laughs> the noise Chris made, he literally, he went, ooh. <laughs> Num, num, num. <laughs> anyway, sorry. It was a, Save that for a kid, on, kid on a, on a <laughs> school trip. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'd made, I'd, I'd bought bread rolls, vegan ham, vegan cheese, because shops sell those now. Mm. And I made myself some little sandwiches to eat, like it was a school trip. And then I remembered a school trip to Hobble End Farm where Simon Davis shat himself. <laughs> 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 and then tried to stay. <laughs> and he, uh, he said, no, oh, it's, it's, right. it's chocolate spread. And then the teacher was having none of it because she knew that she would have to <laughs> clear it up. I love <laughs> how angry your teacher was. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> and the teacher just, the teacher went, Simon, you didn't come on this school trip with chocolate spread. <laughs> <laughs> and if you did, you wouldn't have put it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful because it's, it's definitely a child's logic completely dismantled. Yeah. It's like, he like, he'd panicked, he'd shat himself in front of his classmates. He was like, what the hell am I going to do? There was no way out. No way what out. should he have done? Well, he should have styled it out. He should have styled it out. He should have just fucking, just fucking walked off. Just fucking walked it off. 
<laughs> like, yeah, they'll, they'll all be shitting their pants by the end of the day. And just fucking walked it off. Just fucking. Masood's actor was amazing. Cause he, he I've never seen anyone walk like he has a fucking strut. Just fucking strutted out. Like that. Didn't you say, Suze, no one can ever style that out? And I said, wait, he hasn't finished the story. Masood styled that like a child. I, I made it. I, as it's fucking dribbling out the bottom of your trousers. And you're like, all the kids in the class are like, he was shot himself. And they all remember it 20 years later. And they're like, there's a kid, there's a guy who's like in his late 20s telling his friends, yeah, there's this kid, Masood, in my class. He shot himself. He shot, he fucking shot himself. And he marched out of the classroom. They were like, was it, was it super gross? And he just looks on the distance and went, it was the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. He's fucking struck like a king. Just fucking struck. <laughs> See you comes later. <laughs> just fucking. BG's playing in his head. <laughs> no, it's the Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on, let's finish this mystery. What, um, where did we get to? Uh, it was the uh, it was people trying to research it, and they oh, found yes. they found the shipping register, which is oh. it's a technical and business services organisation and a maritime classification society. Mm. So they sort of like have records of all ships. Oh right, right, okay, yeah, um, and they. They can't find... There's no record of, of, the, of the ship. That's um, even spooky. <coughs> so uh, there's, a, there's a writer called Roy. Just <laughs> <laughs> Roy. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Normally we have great names. But uh, Ro- Roy mysteries. is, yeah. Roy, Just Roy. But Roy Bainton... Roy Bainton. Uh, no, good old Roy Bainton. Really. Actually, do you know what? For, for, for a podcast that sort of like lords all of the cool names, yeah. we deify Ken Brennan. That's true, but that's because of who he is. Yeah, not, not his name. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, the man's a legend. So Roy says that the Silver Star, which was the One ship the that two. tried to rescue the, yeah. the, the Aragorn, gotcha. that has been established as probably... A vessel that existed. So that may oh, have okay. existed, but, but the, the Orang Medan itself, they can't really find a record yeah. of. Um, unless it was some weird ghost thing that not only did it kill the crew, it erased all it records. Erased the records. The <laughs> like, I want to know, <coughs> okay, what's, like, because these urban legends come out of moral panics. For example, mm. razor blades in apples in the 80s. Oh, that yes. was a, like a trick or treat. The Halloween you know, thing. Halloween yeah. thing. That came out of just like the sudden knowledge that there were people who snatched kids and abused children. Yes, that's people right. didn't know yeah. in the t- until the eighty, until the seventies and eighties. People just thought paedophilia was like this tiny weeny thing that happened to about three children in history. Yeah, and then suddenly they all knew. And throughout the eighties, there's all these moral panics, and that's right. where that came from. So where does this particular panic come? When did 1940? Well, if it if it did happen. For real, mm. they reckon it happened in anywhere between 1940 and 1948. Is that when the story was being yeah, told? Yeah, but when was the story about? being yeah. told? So the first records of it are in 1948. Oh, I see. <coughs> so okay. this is like but, um, post-war, yeah. you know, like people getting lost and never coming back from war. You, you know, think it was a oh, yeah. still a few years yeah. of people like, oh, are they ever going to come back? You know? Yeah, and maybe, um, this is just a theory, maybe after the war finished, there was a real desire for there to be an enemy that wasn't a nation. Yeah. So, like, just yes. just come out of war, countries fighting other countries. Mm. Maybe they wanted a villain that was not not of this earth, maybe. yeah, or, right, or, right. or unknown. So that that's yeah, it, yeah. 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 Um, and ghost stories were super popular around this time. Yeah, that big time. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting about the moral panic thing because, yeah, like I definitely yeah, never see that, that before. See that link in a lot of like one of my we watched I one of those it, shows. It followed the satanic panic, so there oh, was the okay. satanic panic in the early to mid eighties. That feels like it was a uh, that feels like it was a hip hop song in ninety three. It's such a <laughs> good <laughs> name for a satanic panic. panic. The satanic yeah. panic. So the satanic panic, very briefly, yeah. was 
it went round that there were satanic cults in like nurseries what? that were killing and eating tiny children. Oh my god! And uh, you know they had these it, people went to jail for this Shit. because the, it became. Like suddenly they knew paedophiles existed and they yeah. knew child abuse was a thing, so they would then believe everything a child said. Right, so there were right. child so there was a child that said, Oh yeah, my nursery teacher, he flew around and then he bit uh someone and all the blood came out of them and he drank all the blood. Yeah. And this person was like, Ah, Jesus. this is going so like nursery teachers went to jail during the satanic what? panic, and this was in the early to mid eighties. <laughs> and then there was I mean, a lull, and the next panic <laughs> to was give any, everyone a context of what kids do today. Lucy put a tiny lamb on the back of a horse and threw it on the ground and went like, "No!" And I was like, "Is that the end of that?" That's the that's where children are <laughs> kind of making up stories in their head. Today she pretended she was a dog, and I held up my hand, and she was like, "A treat." Wow. More and I was like, "This is child logic." <laughs> there is no way. But if it was the satanic panic, Masood would have gone into Sarah and gone. Lucy is a dog. Lucy thinks she's a dog. Yeah, exactly. Like in a satanic panic, but they would get like... It would be um, like The Conjuring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like or like The Exorcist. Yeah, you and Sarah yeah. would be like, I'm re we really get somebody in because my daughter thinks she's a dog. She's do see, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, you know in, in scary films when you see like a toy come to life in a scary film? Yeah, like, scary. The music starts playing. When you have a child, it's not scary at all <laughs> because those toys go off all the fucking time. <laughs> so you're just like, so in the middle of the night, you're just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Turn it off! It's because you don't have the context of it happening just every ten minutes. You just fucking... You're just like, oh, yeah. oh, and even, even, even the cute ones that just, they sort of like, yeah. they, they turn their head automatically and go, hello. Like, yeah, hello, that, mate. That yeah, you're like, fine, <laughs> fucking hell. My yeah, brother right. had a, um, a, like an action man thing. It was a space guy and mm. it had three, it had b a button and if you press the button, it went, drop your weapon. <laughs> it got like my brother when he's going on a voyage and put him in water and then it got stuck and it was just going drop your weapon drop your weapon drop your weapon <laughs> and I've just got this resounding memory of being about s seven or eight my yeah. brother would have been about six and my dad just hurling it across <laughs> the garden <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't shut up and my mum was like can we can we break it so, and my brother was like absolutely not <laughs> drop your weapon drop your weapon I am I remember when I was a kid I got a Talkboy pen yeah. for uh, for Ooh, Christmas oh that's yeah. the one you could yeah, record yeah. stuff on yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. no it, well he had a proper Talkboy but yeah. you could have a talk they, they then released Talkboy pen. pens and I was yeah. like oh, get Talkboy pen I actually wrote as well that was the thing that impressed me the most it, it wasn't that it was a pen that you could record your voice on it yeah. was something you record your voice on that was also oh, a pen that's I love the it that was that way around I'm writing. Um, and I remember I was like, oh, I'm testing it on everything. I was like, Dad, say something. And then he say something. I'll be like, listen back to it. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what you just said. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, then, and then I like, oh, I was recording everything. And then we had a surround uh, sort of like thing. It was really basic, but it was a big old hi-fi. Yeah. And then there was a speaker in the corner of the room and a speaker over there. Yeah. Uh, and I, 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 a song came on and I ran sort of ran up to it. Mm. And it, uh, and I was like, I'm going to record a bit of it like that. And I think maybe because I was too close to the speaker or something, that's all my Talkboy pen would ever record ever again. Oh, and no. every time, every t and all it had was like a seven second loop of Orinoco Flow by Enya on it. From memory, the quickest thing I ever broke a toy at Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was yeah. That suggests very shoddy. Orinoco Flow should not break your pen. Yes, no. absolutely not.
We've got we've got to wrap up soon, I think. Haven't we? Almost, yeah. Are you making no. a cocktail like Susie's making wow. it? Like you just did. I saw you. Ooh, you put. Plagiarism. I was like, I'll have a little bit of brandy, and then you were like, I thought, oh, Miss Sue's joining me in a brandy, and then he poured a little bit of vermouth in, just the, the way exactly the way that Sue's makes yeah. a cocktail. I just kind of I've never done it, and I want to see if it's any. How good. is it? How is it? Hang on. You brandy, mate. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Can I give you your presents? Oh, yes. What? Yeah. Oh, I yes. Got, I got the guy's presents. What? Uh, Chris, I got you that. <gasps> oh, look at this. I've look got a t shirt. Look at that. Tell him what it says. Oh, Suze. It's good, isn't it? Oh, that's Suze, lovely. that is amazing. Uh, it's basically the logo of Jack Daniels, but it says Time Lords. Anytime established 1963 quality Gallifrey whiskey. Oh, what a t shirt! And Doctor Who. What a t shirt! This is a Stokes t shirt. Sue's? Oh, yeah, good, right? Yeah. And then. I thought they were going to be joke presents. Yeah, they are. Wait no, this is cool. Chris is gonna like, I'm going to wear this as my best clothes. I'm going to put it on now. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <gasps> I got you this. I got Masuda t shirt. Hey, what's this one? <laughs> what's this one? Yes. Mr. Blobby. <laughs> fucking brilliant. <laughs> I got Masuda Mr. Blobby t-shirt. That's That's inc- I also love the picture of Mr. Blobby it's on it. He, it's incredible. Like, oh. He looks great on it. Um, Masuda's going to look great in it. That is... Thank you so much, Sue. Oh, You're Suze, so thank you. welcome. Oh, my God. I love it. Well, look, <laughs> shall we end this now? Um, yeah. uh, listen, guys, thank you so much. Yes. This has been the uh, most fun uh, we've had for tuning in. in lockdown. A while, yeah, absolutely. This has been great. Thanks so much. I forgot that we too. were doing a show at some point because yes. I haven't seen you in ages. Absolutely. Properly. Yeah. That it, became, it became a fun hangout. Yeah. Um, thank you for hanging out with us. Absolutely. I hope to see you soon. If in, you're in not the on the Patreon, yes. right, there's loads of stuff on the Patreon that is mm. completely exclusive. You can't see it anywhere else yeah. or hear it with your hearing ears. Patreon.com slash mystery on the rocks. Yes. Spelt CKS. All sorts of fun stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. do join that. Do we walk off stage? Walk- style it out like Masood shitting himself. Uh, and, and, and hopefully maybe the next one or two you can be here in the room with us. Yes, we'll actually please. see you a little bit. And at one point we're gonna do a sleepover. That is gonna <laughs> but we're not gonna bang. <laughs> <laughs> they can. <laughs> we will. I'm tired. Oh, they're drilling again. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.